At the time of this episode's release, editor Sasha Husband will be vaccinated for COVID-19, so you no longer have any fear of contracting coronavirus from listening to this podcast. Enjoy the episode. And welcome to Is This Anime? I'm your anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And I'm the guy who doesn't know anything about anything, uh, Malcolm McLeod. <laughs> so for those just joining in, each week I select an anime series from Malcolm McLeod to watch and a number of episodes that best showcase that series strength. Although if you've been following us, you know the format has changed uh, immeasurably. Uh, last week's anime was not an anime, it was a manga, Pokemon Adventures. Malcolm, how'd you feel about it? It was overwhelming. I was very overwhelmed by it. I never read a manga before, and it's one hell of a one to start off with. Yeah, it was Pokemon before they realized this is for six-year-olds, so, you know, there's decapitations, and... It's wild how graphic that is. It, it, <laughs> there are, like, actual murders that happen, and you're like, oh, wait, the protagonist is between 12 and 24? Like, it's like, you just don't know. But that's why I love it, man. And that, that's why I think, like, like I said in last week's episode, I think for, for Pokemon fans who, who are wanting something a little bit more mature, I think, I think the Pokemon Adventures manga is great. And also, uh, clearly the Pokemon company does not care about it too much since they give the creator uh, zero oversight. Yeah, apparently they, the guy just keeps writing them and then there's like, doesn't answer to anyone. They just publish it. He's been doing it since he's 26 years old. And he's That's 50 wild. now. He's, he's in his 50s, just still writing Pokemon. It's his only <laughs> manga credit. Um, he's living the life. Um, anyways, yeah, we have a special guest. If, if you can hear her uh, laughter <laughs> over how <laughs> it was. Uh, Raylan Carson, how are you? Hello, I'm just delightful. How are you two? Fantastic. Yeah, we're really happy to have you on. And yeah, this, this anime recommendation came from you. Uh, Malcolm told me you really wanted to do Hunter Hunter. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. And this is the Hunter Hunter movie. Because as we get wild. into it, yeah, wow. as we get into it, this is a series that is very hard to sum up in even like four episodes. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I picked this. And then Malcolm was like, do you have three episodes? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll get to it. It got closer. I was like, I don't fucking got shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much going on. Oh. There is. Um, I couldn't believe what was happening in this movie. And we'll get into it. But I was like, <laughs> if this is just in the movie, I don't even understand what's about to happen in the series. <laughs> Um, so as always, we'll, we'll do a little history segment. Uh, Raylan, are you, are you familiar at all with, with the Hunter Hunter backstory? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. All right. Well, <laughs> let me, let me tell, tell you and dear listener. Um, so yeah, this was created by Yoshihiro Tagashi. He was born in 1966. He'd been casually drawing manga since elementary school. And during college, while studying to become a teacher, Tagashi began submitting his work to Weekly Shonen Jump. And when he was 20, he received the Tezuka Award, which is like the most prestigious award for new comic artists in Japan. And it was for a baseball one-shot called Butobi Straits. It's about like a <laughs> roughneck baseball player. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. During his senior year in college, he was asked by an editor of Shonen Jump to move to Tokyo. And then there his manga career began in earnest. And Tagashi produced a short story collection and a four volume series about a human boy and a beautiful devil girl um you know <laughs> typical stuff i always love describing like early manga things we, we we did a show called baki 
And like the guys, which is like all about muscle dudes fighting. And the guy's previous series before Baki was a manga about a guy who wanted to become a makeup artist. <laughs> or it's it's always just so weird this the series that they start with. Um, <laughs> But the yeah. series that he followed this up with this uh, rom-com was uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. And Yu Yu Hakusho is um, awesome. It ran from 1990 to 1994. It's about a teenager named Yusuke who was killed and brought back to life to become a spirit detective. And it ran for- Whoa, 19- I yeah. like the sound of this. It is awesome. It is, it is very underrated. More people need to know about Yu Yu Hakusho. But it, it was successful. It ran for 19 volumes, sold 50 million copies, and became a oh. hit anime series. Oh, wow. Fuck. We, we are going to cover Yu Yu Hakusho eventually. It's, it's awesome. In my opinion, it's actually one of the greatest shonen series of all time. It's very tropey, but it does tropes in such a fun way. Except for the ending, which is not tropey at all. But following the end of Yu Yu Hakusho, Tagashi did a three-volume series called Level E, which was a comedy about an alien who crash lands on Earth and lives, <laughs> lives with a baseball player. <laughs> Going back to baseball. Oh, of course it's got. It's like Elf, but it's like if Elf, you know, lived with Derek Jeter. It sounds like. And there's also a 12 episode anime series that I didn't know about that was in 2011. So that actually fun. Maybe we should maybe we should cover Level E. And in 1997, Tagashi met the woman who would become his wife, who was also a manga artist, uh, Naoko Takuchi, and she's best known for a little series called Sailor Moon. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. This this is a power couple. They were they were wow. married in 1999, and it was as much of an all star wedding as you could get with a manga couple with voice actors for Sailor Moon and Yu Yu Hakusho in attendance. Yeah, that's, that, that's all I can say. Like, <laughs> have you guys covered Sailor Moon yet? We need to. We need no. to. Yeah. Let me tell you, I started watching a little bit of it because it came out on Crave. It's like the least feminist thing I've ever watched from a woman. It's yeah. insane. The and it's the they... same thing every time, too. Like, the the person that's evil and everyone is just this nasty witch-looking person that looks almost identical in every one of them. I think Sailor Moon was actually the first anime I became familiar with. I knew a, I was I remember in like preschool I went to like a Sailor Moon theme party hosted by a guy who was like Hell really yeah. the show. Um forget the guy's name, but like I remember like four years old I knew about Sailor Moon. So that was like actually the first anime I was familiar with. I feel like I, yeah, I also like have a memory of Sailor Moon, but it was like my cousins like watched it and I feel like I watched it with them, but I don't remember. I'm just shocked like that Sailor Moon was made by a woman and not a man, just based on like what I remember from it being like, wait. You know, it was a different time. What what series of series? I know there's multiple ones. There's like the classic 90s one and then like there's Sailor Moon. I think I was watching the classic 90s one and like, there was like one episode where it's like pretty much like telling women that they have to be like small and petite and not like eat and not be fat and shit. It was so <laughs> and like all the girls there are like fucking twelve or ten and that they look way better than I will ever look in my life. Yeah. Ever. The, the thing I remember about Sailor Moon, like the one fact I know is that like two of the Sailor Scouts were like lovers, but then they had to change them into cousins for the localization. Cause you know, it, uh, being gay wasn't too Interesting. Uh, Interesting, I didn't know that. Who yeah, was, which one was it? Progress- it was lightly progressive. I mean, listen, J- J- Japan has their own issues. It, it was as progressive I'm sure as you could get for a nineties Japanese anime. Oh, for sure. I Probably. think I watched a few episodes and I was into it, but 
re-watching some of the stuff, I was like, whoa, I did not see this shit when I was watching it, which is like everything. I mean, like music, when you're in your teens, you're like, yeah, listening to like fucking all this horned up sex shit. And you're like, yeah, I know what this is about. And you're like, I, I didn't fuck anyone until I was 19. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I don't know yeah, what that is, but I'm like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll it. go to the candy shop. And you're like, yeah. well, no, that's not what it is. But that's, I feel like the same thing with like watching shows. And shit I already too. want to cover Sailor Moon with you. So maybe we'll <laughs> rather than that. I'm totally down. Totally. All right, down. Perfect. So yeah, that brings us to Hunter Hunter, which yeah, the the X is silent. The X I I kept calling it Hunter X Hunter. To be fair, <laughs> I did until I read it was until I found out. So, see, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, is it called Hunter X Hunter? And I believe my roommate called it Hunter X Hunter, and she's like more well known with anime and all that whereas like i just started getting into this like early covid <laughs> and i've just been like going fucking hard and i was like i don't think that x has a sound and i i'm glad that you've actually confirmed this because i had a conversation with so many people and they're like i don't know i don't know and i'm like but in every episode you watch the like name title and it has the X's in between. I was like, this is just their way of like space, like spaces. Like that's their space. It's just this X. It's a cool so. little thing. It's a cool, yeah. cool little type. Little, yeah. Little Cause it could have been like, or one. Hunter times Hunter. That was the other one I was thinking. <laughs> could it be Hunter times Hunter? That uh, sounds not good. That's no, like not it, a, it does not roll off the tongue. Well, that's what I like when I first thought about it. I was like, this, I, this can't be the name of it. It can't be Hunter Dimes <laughs> Hunter. That sounds like an 80s sitcom that like only lasted three episodes. <laughs> I think Hunter X Hunter still sounds cool though. I think it just, still I think cool. so too. That's why people call it that, even if it's not the right way. Yeah. But yeah, Hunter Hunter debuted in Shonen Jump in 1998, also received an anime adaptation in 1999. I'm guessing you did not watch the 1999 adaptation, Raylan. I watched what was on Netflix. So the, the 2011 one. Yeah, so this, this adaptation, it ran for 62 episodes, and it ended two-thirds into the York New City arc. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. The reason, I was thinking about that. I the, was like, why is there a movie? It didn't never finish. No, this, this movie is, is from the 2011 series, but the reason for the abrupt cancellation was because the studio, Nippon Animation, didn't want to continue the series with filler. But then due to fan outcry, they ended up continuing the series a bit later with a series of three OVAs that would add another 30 episodes to the count. This wrapped up the York New City arc, as well as fully adapting the Greed Island arc. And these are just my thoughts on Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter x Hunter. If Yu Yu Hakusho is the quintessential shonen series in that it pretty much has every shonen trope until at least until it's rather subversive ending, uh, Hunter x Hunter goes out of its way to avoid any conventional shonen storytelling. For example, the first arc, the Hunter exam arc, proceeds pretty normally, uh, except for all the murder. <laughs> There's a lot of murder in that first arc. Love it. Big fan. Big fan. But our cast, you know, they're going through a series of challenges and it ends with a tournament. Malcolm, you're familiar with, with the tournament concept at this point. Uh, yeah, the tournament arc, of course. <laughs> but unlike regular tournaments, winners don't proceed up the ladder. Instead, losers do, since winners have already received their Hunter license by winning. And that's like one of the things where you're just like, huh, this isn't doing this quite the, the standard way. So you basically have to, uh, to stop advancing, you have to win. <laughs> like essentially yeah. that's... You're just like, oh, you got your license. And then of course it ends with a, the, another little twist, but I won't spoil that. The other thing about Hunter x Hunter is that a lot of the times major characters will not appear for incredibly lengthy periods of time. Karapika, 
who makes only a single appearance after the York New City arc. He does not appear until the very last episode. The Greed Island arc transports Gon and Killua into an online video game with its own oh, rules. Love what? that. Love I, that one. You know what? I, I probably need to rewatch Greed Island because I remember getting annoyed because I wanted the plot to move forward. <laughs> oh, and there was tons of... Well, that's, you know what's funny is you say the filler part and they didn't want to do it. I have like watched more anime that I think that there's way more, there was way more filler in other animes than there was in this show. Like Naruto, it's so much filler. It's fucking dumb. Like, it's just like, it takes one little fight and puts it over like 10 episodes. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Whereas like, I found that Hunter Hunter was not, as much like that. No, it's because they fully adapted it. So that's the thing. And so then there's the Chimera Ant arc, which is the longest arc in the series. And it dares to put Gon and Killua pretty much on the sidelines for most of it. Have you have you watched all of Chimera Ant or or have you finished the series? I mean, I asked you. Huh? I have not finished oh. the series. I only watched, um, gosh, what? Actually, you know what? I think I finished after the... I think I finished after the island, the Greed Island. Oh, so because you, you missed out on Chimera Ant. Oh, damn. Yeah. So um, I like watched them go up that stupid bedding tower thing, which was very dumb. <laughs> I think I really also just, I think the thing that I loved most about this show is just the weird ass characters. It is very weird. Um, <laughs> I should also make it known, I haven't seen the show at all. I've only seen the movie. So without okay. giving too much away, I just want to give you, give you folks a hint, and, and you, dear listener, about just how crazy the show gets. Even Gon's like, big Super Saiyan moment in this one arc is portrayed as not a glorious moment of strength and victory, but yeah. it's rather super horrifying. He doesn't even inflict his power on the arc's main antagonist. Rather, he brutally kills a character who wronged him. And honestly, I find it really shocking how popular this series is, given that it goes out of its way to deny audiences what they want. It really does. It's like, hey, you want to see these characters fight? You want to see the hero win? Guess what? We're going to put the hero on the back burner and show you how useless he is for, for 30 episodes. It's true. It's true. And yet, it's <laughs> super popular. I mean, I guess like people just like that, like uh, almost the sadomasochistic, like, I, I don't want this, but I'm going to keep going. Well, and I do think the series is good. Like, I think the series is excellent because it's not tropey at all. I think that's, if, if the criticism of most, like, anime like this is that, you know, you can kind of predict it all, this show is like, no, it goes out of its way to deny you any <laughs> any sense of that. And uh, Especially that, in that last battle of the movie, too. I was like, I think that's a good, um, of just throwing more shit at you. <laughs> really like, does. wait, what? What? No, what? Oh man, I, the, the last moment of the movie, which we can get into, I was just like, what just happened? Like, this is, this is how it's ending? <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so that brings us to, to 2011, and a new adaptation of Hunter x Hunter, produced by Studio Madhouse, debuted. This is the version of Hunter x Hunter we're talking about. It's by far the most famous of the two, and rather than simply continue from where the previous series ended, like what happened with Baki, which you and Malcolm, we covered that, this series instead decided to just completely reboot it, and it ran until 2014 and, you know, adapted the arcs that uh, the previous anime adaptation did not get to. And before we talk about the movie, there's one important thing to talk about with Hunter x Hunter, which is hiatuses. Starting in 2006, due to various health issues and other reasons, Hunter x Hunter has been taking massive breaks. The first hiatus lasted a year and a half, and there have been ones of various lengths since, some longer, some shorter. 
Uh, there's even a hiatus chart that you can find online, and it's very grim. Oh, no. As of this recording, there has not been a new chapter of Hunter x Hunter since January 2019, making this current hiatus the longest one yet. The series is currently in the middle of an arc where the cast is on a ship headed to the Dark Continent. And uh, the theory I'm led to believe is that it's going to end up on a very anticlimactic reveal, just so that the author can attempt to finish the series relatively quickly when he does decide to return. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great time to be a Hunter x Hunter fan because, yeah, it's the, the hiatuses are making it pretty clear this story isn't... I mean, if he, if he kept it up, he could have, you know done this series for forever but honestly like the next time he returns it's probably going to be to wrap it up i didn't know that i the way you were talking about it i assumed it was already over I no i mean in theory i mean it's over in the sense that there's no more new chapters for a long time yeah you think like yeah this would be the easiest time to be uh i guess making new chapters oh, and, and his wife has a uh, taylor moon money so he does not need to work <laughs> imagine being so rich that this like passion project that you have that millions of people adore mm. um you're just like nah i'll be take a break i, I mean don't yeah. need it. you can ask, i don't need this this is for you fucking party, people yeah i'll do a two-year break and that's uh easy easy and know? it's not like he's like doing like long like again the highest stretch is just crazy i think his longest stretch was like 12 chapters or something <laughs> uh, since all these and the thing is man there's some really good stuff in this in this unanimated arc but it's it's barely enough to uh sustain six episodes i'd say that's <laughs> yeah let's get into this movie again like as, as i mentioned before this is a very hard series to cover it was a series i was terrified of and then thankfully i was like oh there's two movies and the first movie has all the fan favorites so this should be easy for malcolm to understand then i watched it and i'm like oh no <laughs> I, I feel you and I watched it, I was like, this is going to be very hard to understand. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, at least it ended where you stopped watching, basically, Raylan. Like, this this seems to end after the yeah. New City arc. So, at least that's, also, this movie isn't even canon. Um, it was written and directed by, it wasn't written or directed by Tagashi. Um, this was a bonus for the fans because, of course, there's no more Hunter Hunter material to adopt. So, Malcolm, what did what did you think? The first minute of this movie tries to do a recap, and even then, I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> well, the the recap is so strange because it's like, first of all, it's animated in this really cartoony style that, like, you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a really kids thing." Like, I'm like, "Oh, Hunter Hunter, this is gonna be a kids show." Uh, you know, they've got wild hair. It's this, yeah. And then like, uh, and, but even then when I was listening to him, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in terms of what they're saying? They're like, I'm 12 years old and I passed my hunter exam and I'm gonna be the greatest assassin because I'm trying to meet my father. It's like, what? <laughs> I will, I like that's one that. of those tropes I've noticed is that they're like, all these 12 year olds are missing their father. So they go on these incredible quests only to really find out, I assume later on that their dad is like a total piece of shit that huh? like, and the mother's usually been murdered on some level. You know, you know what? Um, the anime series ends on at least a note where he does he does find his father, um, and it's kind of nice. Um, but that's as much of a, re re a resolution as fans will get compared to the other mysteries in the series. Um, like I haven't even met the father yet. I haven't gotten yeah, that far. Well, actually, actually, you kind of did because he appears at the very end of this movie. Um, we, we get a quick glimpse of him. Wait, oh. what? He's the last character you see in the movie that isn't like Killua or Gone. So yeah, maybe you can rewatch it and you, you get a quick glimpse of him. 
Wait, uh, is it that tall, long, white haired person? Background, if you guys can see my Zoom background, he's actually at the top. So that that's him. That's a top. You can look up Ging, Ging from uh, Hunter Hunter. He's not the best dad. He's not the best dad. But yeah, so so yeah, we get that like little um, quick, very very quick. I mean, they're talking super fast. Uh, recap: Like, I'm a hunter. Oh, there's these, this group called the Phantom Troop. They have very strong Nen abilities. Uh, Nen is not explained in this movie. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, so the Nen, this, the Nen abilities are gonna come in on some level. No, nope, I mean, they, they don't. They, they, I mean, no, I guess they do come in. You just don't know what they are. Any yeah. any people use special powers? That's Nen, basically. Oh man! Oh uh, man! I love too how when they're fighting they say the things. So he's getting to like read what the the like moves are, but he has no idea what the fuck's going on. There's a lot it's, of moves, and again, this is. I I think what I can compare this to what your experience, Malcolm, would be like this would be like if you watched Avengers: Infinity War without seeing any Marvel movie. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes sense because like it's like okay. Like being, and especially being in a theater where it's like everyone's cheering, they're like, oh my God, it's Black Panther's showing up, and being like, who's that guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why, why is there a wizard? Why is there a man in an iron suit? Why is, who is a Spider Man? I don't know what a Spider Man is. I, and yeah. Yeah. And then, and I had those questions with this, uh, where it's like, all right, like in this world, <laughs> they keep talking about like, the outside world, and then there's like this forested thing, and there looks to be like a hobbit guy. And like, you know, and then they're riding ostriches, but then like, there's also like, hey, we're going to go use the computer. We've got the, the hunter website or whatever. Yeah, there, there like, are self- And then there's like horses, like with like, you know, the horse-drawn carrot, uh, like horses in town. I was like, oh, so they don't, so they have the internet, but they don't have cars. <laughs> like, but there just, are also cars. No, there's cars in this world. There's cars in this world. I don't think they're in oh, this yeah. movie. I don't they, remember they seeing it. But there are, there yeah. are cars. Because they run <laughs> through the mountains for, for days. They're like, we're going to look for this like scenery that's just drawn on like a random piece of paper. It's a sketch. It's like, it's nothing. And then they're running around. They're like, I'm going to run this. Two 12-year-olds are going to run town to town looking for a specific like scene. So after that little recap, we, we do get a scene uh, which turns out to be a dream of, of uh, Killua. He's dreaming about his uh, evil brother telling him to never make friends, which this is kind of like the course. Yeah, I did I did scream, what the fuck, when I watched this scene. Yeah. Immediately they go from this cartoony thing to this like, one of the hunters, I forget who is. Uh, it. Was it Killua, the main kid? Killua, yeah. It's yeah. Killua. And he's like, I guess walking the you know the stone streets of, of some alley, and then <laughs> and then there's some kids and they're in the dark, but they're playing you know uh, soccer, uh, and then the soccer balls kick to them, and then his brother comes and then kills them all. Because you should never make friends. That's the message his brother tells him: never make friends. Yeah, never make friends, or you'll they'll betray you, or you'll betray them and kill them. Which, to be fair, Sound that, that, <laughs> that does form the core core arc of this movie, I guess. This movie, this movie is about Killua learning to trust people effectively. Um, what do you mean? That's like been his whole thing. Like, <laughs> they had to repeat it the movie. It's like that's all. Is he like I can't trust anyone, but I love Gome. Like he's my favorite, but I can't like him. I don't know. It's like what? He's like proved to 
the goat's proved himself so many times to kill yeah. and he's still like, I can't, I don't know. And <laughs> I mean, stupid. this is what happens when you're doing a movie that really is just for the fans. This movie is pure fan service. It gives you kind of, in a lot of ways when I was watching it, really until the ending, the ending felt like actual Hunter Hunter, but the rest of it did feel like there's so much fan service in this movie that it really does like go against what the actual series does where it denies you fan service at every turn. <laughs> um, because yeah, this movie, uh, first of all, our villain is like a puppet master, which, which basically gives them an excuse to just bring back dead characters and have them beat the shit out of each other. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This was like a horror movie with the puppet master. I was like, what the fuck? Like all these puppets. Because I initially liked like, because they introduced like the one character and at the, when you think, you think it's a he at the start where it's yeah. like, he's a pu- like a street puppeteer. And then it's like, yeah, Rets. Uh, yeah, Rets. And then Rets is, uh, you know, find out Rets is a, uh, is a girl. And then, uh, and Rets may be a puppet herself. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I, I did like the reveal that Red Sox <clears throat> because again, so many like Gon, Killua, and Karapika are are both voiced by women. So like, I actually didn't like pick up on that Red Sox was a woman. I was just like, oh, she could just oh, be yeah. a character voiced by a guy. The, or, you well, know, or, to this day, I think Karapika is, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Karapika. Karapika. I still think Karapika looks so much like a girl. Like, oh, yeah. and just, yeah. is just very... Like, it bothered me through the show <laughs> before, because I'm like, I know that there's like, especially in anime, there's a lot of like, gender fluid kind of characters, but I don't know what it was <laughs> about that one that I'm like, I hate that this is not a girl. So like, every time, like, the, I didn't get that it was gonna, like, Rhett, I didn't get Rhett was gonna be a girl at all. But but thankfully they they play up that reveal pretty darn quickly. It's like pretty much the following scene. Yeah, that's true. yeah. It's like when they're sleeping and it's like oh okay like uh, Rhett's is just wearing a hat <laughs> and and overalls. <laughs> that's the disguise. And although they like make a comment where it's like oh you know I just I go around making sure I'm a boy or something. I forget what the exact phrase is. <laughs> but I like that. Yeah, this is the one thing I've noticed in these anime shows is that yeah gender fluidity is very common and like no one really questions it there's no like what <laughs> like it's just like oh this, you're my friend and i don't care which i kind of think is like a nice almost a nice message speaking of fluidity uh hisoka who is probably my favorite character oh, okay let's get into this so hisoka he, he he's kind of the joker of the series but if if joker fucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> He, he's so the he's like, the red-haired guy, Malcolm, with like the the teardrop that's like throwing. Oh, this. That, that's his name. Because yeah, he's one of those guys where I was just like, who? Why the hell's he here? <laughs> uh, What's happening? He like he's like, why is there like the clown prince is around? To sum him up, he is like a twisted, perverted bad guy that's also not super bad, but only because he wants to do like fighting and that fighting <laughs> turns them on it's so yeah. fucking weird it's <laughs> so creepy and yet he's so hot he's, in the he's series really... he takes a shower and he looks so fucking hot <laughs> um hisoka is an awesome character i love him um it, it, you know, he is, he's definitely got his creepy side. Uh, his, his horniness also is to go. Weird tongue bits that he does. He's always like, 
<laughs> I, I won't lie though. His Hisoka, uh, Hisoka might have to be canceled because he he does he does get turned on by Gon a lot. Uh, who oh, is, all uh, the time. When he was Wait, he's just like, like a pedophile? Is this what's happening? <laughs> he's like, I gotta hang out with these kids because these kids are they they know how they know what's up. This and honestly there's this a movie, part like showcases. Like this movie doesn't have any of this. I'm learning there, this from There's the first a part time. in the series in the the island part, the Greed Island, where Gowen is walking ahead of him and he's like, ooh, <laughs> to his butt. And it is so creepy. But I think he's, he's, I think what it, from what I'm getting is he's more turned on by the excitement of like battling someone because he's so fucking powerful and he's like a really good fighter. Mm -hmm. He like, he gets turned on by the idea that he gets to fight someone that's at his ability. And that's why he's so riled up about Gome because he knows that he's going to get up to his ability one day. That that's yeah. the thing, really. Um, and yeah, it's like, I, it's like I want to fight you, but I gotta fucking come first. <laughs> but again, like, listen, there's a reason why Hisoka is like one, in my opinion, one of the best shonen villains. Or again, he, he I think goes, so too. He goes back and forth. I mean, he's very amoral. Man, I, I I'll, I'll tease it out, but there's a fight in the manga that hasn't been adapted yet with Hisoka and Krolo That my God, like. It's, it's a real shame these chapters won't be adapted anytime soon. It won't be for like another 15 years because it is like one of the greatest fights I've ever read. It's just, Whoa. it's incredible. It is so over the top violent and Krolo and Hisoka <laughs> are like the two strongest characters in the series and they're literally just fight, fighting in an arena and then they start killing the people watching them and it's <laughs> like oh they're like throwing around bodies and stuff. And yeah, Hisoka actually gets fucked up pretty good, which uh, sets him on a new uh, revenge path, which again, this series denies everything you want because Hisoka actually gets <laughs> uh, mutilated, which again, oh man, th this series is never gonna get a, a, a true anime adaptation because of the hiatuses, it's a real bummer. But let's get back to like the actual movie. Okay. We, we kind of moved past uh, Karapika. He had like an extended flashback because um, mm. Karapika is missing his eyes. Yeah. That's the thing you can do. People get their eyes taken away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't I didn't put that together until later, but like, that because that whole flashback, I was like, what is happening? Like, I don't know what this like means in terms of anything. Cause it's like, yeah, they have these scarlet drops or like these drops that like, if your eyes turn scarlet, uh, you have to come back. But I don't understand why you have to come back to the- uh to the forest world or wherever the hell they well, reside? Uh, so in the uh, like series, Rapika's character, his like family all have these red eyes. And when they turn red, it's usually they're about to like kill something <laughs> um, or get very angry. And people are like scared of it, as you saw in the thing. And yeah. most of his family or all of his family he thinks is dead, but then people, because people would kill to buy the eyes. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm you're, sure you're explaining it better than me. You're explaining it better than I could. I, I was just riveted. So, <laughs> so, so, they've, so they've got the most, he's got the, some of the most desirable eyes yeah. in the land. And, yeah. but, but as you know, but as it's established, at least from my understanding, the uh, eyes are also you hold all the memories. It has nothing to do with your brain. It's just you have your memories are in your eyes. Am I mistaken by that? Sure, I'll accept it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like this one, like they go to like this the town 
and like there's pyro and yeah they then they get uh, pyro is what i don't know harassed by an adult like this child is like bumped and then like begs for forgiveness from i don't know some yeah thug which yeah. i always think is so funny this idea of like like just adults going out of their way to be like i'm gonna beat you up you 12 year old scum like i think like, <laughs> i know like, that's, that's a so, very regular thing in the, in the series too like just imagine like seeing a group of 12 year olds and being like fuck you like just in <laughs> real life i'm gonna beat the living shit out of you uh, and I mean, everyone's like yeah that's fine listen listen we, we were watching pokemon and that's about a 10 year old fighting a crime family so you know <laughs> that's just how it is but yeah a crappy guy he's got the red eyes and you know he fucks these dudes up and for me red eyes just means they're gonna fuck someone up i, I think that's yeah. a pretty reasonable thing yeah well, they, yeah well the red eyes occur and then they go like you're the devil you're the spawn of the devil yeah. because the reason why they're hiding is because they were getting killed for their eyes mm-hmm. like people wanted their eyes like when you put the eyes into that child I think that I then I think he's able to use the eyes like Rupika can do, like with the um, God. Now I'm forgetting I'll, the name I'll, of it. I, I know what you're saying. I'll accept it. Uh, <laughs> I'll accept it. That that's that's what you have to be with Hunter Hunter. You're just like I'll accept that. I'll accept that explanation. So yeah, we get that Karapika backstory, and then we get like our first big fight when um, night falls, and yeah, uh, there's this one dude who's part of the Phantom Troop who is dead, because they point out, you're dead, how are you back to life? He's this big ass dude named uh, Uvogan. What do you think of Uvogan, Malcolm? That's another one of those guys where it's like, you're just, you just really want to fuck up some 12 year olds. Like, that's like, like I was just like, wait a minute, where did he come from? What does he have to do with anything? Like, he's just like, I love to fight. And then like, <laughs> I was like he's like, I'm going to fight you now. <laughs> like, has to apparently people to fight his own age. So then they like, you know, he's fucking these kids <laughs> up. And then as it's happening, what is it? Uh, Killock? Uh, did I say yeah. that? Kula uh, has these flashbacks of being like from his brother who's like, don't fight anyone that you're uh, weaker than. The brother has terrible advice, all right? The brother is only giving the worst advice I've ever heard. Like, this is like a shitty older brother. <laughs> like, it's uh, like... Oh, he is. He, he is. is. He's not like... He's not like a really like what you would say as a brother he's tried to make Kilua a weapon his whole family is like weapons and he's really trying to train him but Gone really changed things around bro yeah that that's that's really it I mean yeah Kilua's family sucks uh he's got <laughs> yeah. like one like good family doesn't he have like a little sister or something I forget correct correct me I honestly can't remember yeah, yeah. that part no, but someone's the, gonna get mad um there is um Oh God! What's their name? They're like the like gate person or whatever. It's like yeah, I mean, like the little like, girl his, his, that like, Rhiannon did. Cool. Like yeah, he does have a sister. I just looked it up. Aluka, Aluka, A L L U K A. I believe it. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> K- Kilo's family really sucks. The, the majority of them. The, the majority of his family members are, are pretty crappy people. Because, yeah, he comes from this family of, like, assassins. And uh, assassins don't make for the most uh, empathetic people. I mean, especially if your occupation as a 12-year-old is, you know, rookie hunter, which is just another way of saying rookie assassin. Uh, you know, I think, it's, I think, but like, Leorio is a hunter too. We've barely talked about Leorio. Leorio, I like him a lot. He's a nice guy. Oh, big fan. Big fan of this guy. How old do you think he is, Malcolm? I want to say he's like 
in his 30s, but I also <laughs> have no idea. He could be anywhere from, yeah, his 30s to, I don't know, he could be in his 50s for all I know. <laughs> He's young. All right, how, how old is he, Ray Lynn? Because honestly, I forgot to. Uh, I can't remember the exact age, but he's a teenager. I think he's like 16 what? or something. Mario oh, can't be a teenager. He's a teenager. He's, he's got to be at least like 18. Oh, no, he well, is a teenager. 19. He's 19 in his debut, and then by the timeline, he's 21. That, you know, that that's reasonable. I, I buy that. But like the whole is thing was when they were first met him in the beginning okay. of the Hunter exams, everyone thought he was this old dude, but he's like a teenager. Well, people are like, wait, what? He dresses older than he looks, to be fair. He's, al- he's always wearing a suit. He's, he's <laughs> older than a suit is what makes someone look older. <clears throat> I mean, I knew a couple of guys who went through a suit phase themselves, where they're like 19 and they're like, all I wear is suits. I was like, who are you impressing? Like, you're not impressing anyone. They just watched a lot of Hunter Hunters. <laughs> yeah, they were watching a lot of Hunter Hunter. Mixed the Oreo fanboys. I fucking love Lee Oreo so he, much. He, he's because he's innocent. really, like, he's so sweet. Like, the only reason why he wanted to become a hunter was that he could, like, uh, I think it was, like, make money so that he could become a doctor in a small town and, like, help people. Um, and, like, orphans, I think, too. <laughs> like, he's a good dude. He's so nice. And then I love his glasses. Yeah, I was going to say. Favorites. He's I actually just... not even that great of a hunter. I don't know how he got through the exams. <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoy him. He's yeah. a good dude. I like he's the glasses. Innocent. He's innocent in this series. And again, for, for a show that's all about fighting, he doesn't fight. So that, that doesn't make stand out. <laughs> Yeah, I like his glasses. I mean, that was like the thing where I was like, that's why I assumed he was in his 30s, because I was like, only a 30-year-old <laughs> has the confidence of wearing those glasses with that suit. But uh, I guess not. I guess he's a good guy. <laughs> like, he I don't, yep. But he seemed like a good guy, even in this one. But yeah, I, I was like, he's a mentor to the yeah, at least 12-year-olds. Is he on the same level as a hunter as these like 12-year-olds? Is that what's going on? Yeah, he's he's the same level as them, technically. Jesus he's just so, not... He's just not good. He's not like, he's not good with like fighting. Which is it's so like funny. Things that he's better at or not fighting. Yeah, he's like, I will, yeah, I, this is the only way I can make money. <laughs> he acts so tough and then he just gets plummeted and then passes out and then wakes up at the end. <laughs> that, I know, they, they don't even bother to like try to give him like a fun fight with, a, with one of the uh, puppets. They're like, no. But that's another thing, too, is, like, they also didn't give him a puppet because, like, he's actually a very mysterious character, surprisingly. Yeah, I can see that. Like, because he was the one guy where I was like, I want to know more. Like, it's because I just assumed he was, like, a handler. Like, I assumed he was like, oh, it's the professor. But it turns out he's just, like, a friend. <laughs> like, that's kind of wild. So let's get back to the to the big fight. We have this big so fight. I actually have a question. Is oh, he the yeah. Billy Madison of this world? Like, is he, like... He's been sent to, to like just be like with kids because you know that movie Billy Madison with uh, Adam Sandler. And, yes. uh, the whole premise that he got to go and take all the grade school uh, grades again. So he's like, uh, he's like, I'm having a nap at kindergarten. Like, is this what's happening? But like in the Hunter world, I don't I know. Think he's like I mean, kind of a comic relief, to be honest with you. He's I think a he's comic just relief. A small comic relief. Yeah, because he's not like he doesn't have abilities. Like he's just like the like the funny like Wait. sweet guy that's trying to be just like, like billy madison <laughs> <laughs> i feel like 
not a good comparison at all. <laughs> Go to school so that he can like I mean, get his money from his parents. No, something. yeah, and, and, and he's trying to. And, and in this world, Liaru is going to be a hunter so he can get his money to become a doctor. <laughs> He just wants yeah, to go talk to man. <clears throat> I'm really stretching this out thin. I'm taking <laughs> it, it was not a tangent I was expecting for I didn't know we were gonna invoke Billy Mads. This is Malcolm's just one of those guys that likes to bring Adam Sandler into everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the the fight gets interrupted. They get their butt saved by this other guy, Nobunaga, who uh true true to his name has a big ass sword. Yeah, and then there's some other members of the Phantom Troop, this this chick named Machi who who joins in as well. And they finally kill uh, Uvogin. Is he dead? Did he? So they actually. Yeah, well, Uvogin died in the York New City arc. And so he is a puppet. He's just a puppet. Oh, okay. That explains it. I just assumed at a certain point everyone was a puppet. So. Well, that's the thing. Like, puppets puppets aren't even limited to, like, characters that are dead. There's, like, plenty of puppets. Like, Illumi is a character who could have just appeared in the series in this movie as, like, Illumi, but instead it's just Illumi puppets. Like the, the puppets just give them an excuse to just, you know, bring back fan favorites and to kill fan favorites and to have some fights. It's it's very, very fan service oriented. Yeah. So like so now I have a question. So when Illumi, we saw him in the very beginning of the movie. That was, was that real. a puppet? That, that was, was real. Oh wait, no, it was a dream. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's real. <laughs> but there is a person named Illumi who is really Killua's brother and he does uh suck a lot yeah that that we can confirm but we he was having throwbacks like flashbacks of him and it was they were using him because that's like his main weakness right and i is think that was like the key to all these puppets where like they're weak like things that scared them or made them feel weak you know put them into weak situations mm-hmm. he's yeah i guess like it makes them weak just like you know uh, and he's a dark, because he's like, he kind of reminds me, if I'm going to make Adam Sandler comparisons during this, <laughs> <laughs> he's the little Nicky of this world, right? Am I not wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept he's the it. what of this world? <laughs> Lil Nicky. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hate it, but it's kind of true. This one works more. They're both evil. They both suck. Uh, except <laughs> at least Illumi doesn't have a weird uh, Adam Sandler voice. Illumi. Oh, what a pain. I need to acquire a hunter's license right now so I can do my job. Little Mickey. Get the flash! Get the flash! Can I help you? Get the flash! Sorry, to go back to it, uh, well, after the, like, after the fight, uh, oh, it's, like, not much longer after that that they go to that, the weird, the, the puppet house, the abandoned puppet yeah. house. Yeah. Which and- is, like, that's just straight up from a horror movie. And to be fair, Hunter Hunter has a lot of horror elements. This the show is very gory. Uh, the Chimera Antarch is filled with um, David Crum- like the Chimera Antarch, which which you haven't seen, Raylan, is like all about like people getting murdered and then being turned into like insects and other monsters. <laughs> they still have their soul, but not their memories. And then some of the characters later on in the arc actually do regain their memories and find out who they are. It's considered one of the best shonen arcs of all time. Uh, it is very good. Shit. It's it's filled with like 
Like, I just remember the Chimera Ant arc opens with, like, a couple characters we haven't seen in a while, these, like, random characters from the Hunter Exam arc, and you're like, oh, cool, are they, like, going to play a big role? And they get brutally murdered by these insect creatures. Oh, my God! So, so you it's know, like a body horror. It becomes just a There's a body lot of body horror. horror. There's a lot of body, body horror in uh, Chimera Ant arc. So. Oh, that's wild. I'm a big fan. I like when it's, like, so gruesome and shit, because, like, anime is so, like, sweet and, like, it, very Well, I don't know about that. Me I've watched a lot of gruesome shit. <laughs> but, I mean, I like when there's the... I don't know. When I started watching um, anime, like, I actually started with... Um, oh, God. Oh, fuck. What is it called? It's uh, those big human giant body things that come over the wall and just fucking eat people's fucking bodies. Oh, Attack on Titan. Attack yeah, on so Titan. I started with that, which was insane attack on time's um, fantastic i loved it uh didn't finish because i only watched what was on netflix oh, um, yeah, i really one. need to get crunchy roll because you do is, it's well, becoming an issue at this point um, <laughs> but then once i started getting and watching more series like i do like the like light bubbly shit but i also really like the like dark crap <laughs> because it gets dark in a way that like i guess like north american audiences can't really comprehend i think like like i say this show is technically like it's a shonen series which means it's for young boys and yet it's filled <laughs> with all this stuff yeah i think like what's wild about it is that like i you know like i think I, at least for me, like, you know, just starting this podcast, I just assumed um, all anime was, yeah, almost light and fun. Like, I just assumed, like, oh, it's po- like Pokemon. Like, Pokemon are, like, <laughs> what I think of Dragon Ball Z, which I haven't seen, or Naruto. Oh, uh, Malcolm, you have Naruto. no idea. Who- I mean, uh, Malcolm, woo-hoo. Dragon Ball Z is not light and fluffy, I'll tell you that, buddy. I can't wait till, till we cover that. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so, so th- for the fact that it's, like, so dark and, like, it's, like, wait is this for kids? Or like, are, are you sure? Like, cause like, I'm just like, I just think of these characters. I'm like, these characters are so scarred for being so young. They There's... witnessed and committed so much violence. Oh yeah. Some of them are orphans too, or lost their parents. It's great. It's great. I, assume, great. I just assume at this point that they're all orphans on some level. <laughs> we had that big confrontation. The Nobunaga saves them all, fucks up a bunch of other like puppets who are puppets of the Phantom Troop. And then yeah, we get that this Illumi and Gon and Killua confrontation with puppet Illumi. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think we need to talk about Illumi too much anymore. Um, he created some doubt in uh, Killua in this sequence what do you think of the fights malcolm like i thought the fights were really well directed i I really enjoyed them yeah i mean that was the thing like there was definitely like these tonal shifts that were happening while i was watching it and i would say like yeah the fights were uh, really engaging they're probably the some of the best animated parts of this film because there's literally parts where they just like it's a still image and then they slowly like move it up right so for this to be like, yeah, the fights were just great. And yeah, the whole Illumi trying to convince Killua he has no friends. Also, also Retsu being a puppet, that was dark as fuck. Oh my god. I mean, yeah, like, if, if we're jumping to that point, that was a wild revelation. And also um, what, like, she was like the first sacrifice that this guy had to make. Uh, oh, that was insane. That yeah, it was his sister? That, yeah, that was, yeah, that was that, It was the sister. I was like, what? That's the, you would do that to your own sister. Yeah, but then again, they always like, do it. This show, uh, you know, doesn't like sibling bonds. They really like oh. are like 
Your a lot is of a anime of is like this. Well, there's one sibling that's like evil and did them wrong. <laughs> like it's a very common thing. Yeah, that's like JoJo. Common. JoJo has the adopted sibling. That's all- have you watched uh, JoJo Raylin? I have not yet. You need to watch JoJo because JoJo is bonkers as fuck. And it was the second. Is it? Show, and it was the second show I made Malcolm to just because I wanted to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still uh, scarred by what I watched. <laughs> Well, I mean, the only thing was, like, uh, talking about uh, Gon losing his eyes. Oh, that part. God damn. Yeah, we're missing that um, part. Yeah, they lose their fight and Gon loses his eyes. But oh, then there's... that's, like, another thing that they don't, like, Malcolm would have no idea. But that's, like, one of uh, Gon's specialties is that he can smell really well. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of, that's, like, his one of those really good abilities is he can smell. <laughs> Oh, that really? Because I did not expect that as a, a power. So, like, wait, so when he loses his eyes, it's, it does, would that, in theory, make his smell even better? I mean, he well, was able to just, track down Killua, so yeah. 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 Cause, like, I don't know if it would make it better. Like, it just, that was one of his things that they touched on in the series and used. So I think they wanted to bring back just another thing that, oh yeah, and remember, Gone's really good at smelling. <laughs> just yeah. to tie it in. And, and it's enough for him to track down uh, Omokage. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, there's one part in like that fight between Alum, uh, was it Alumi and Killua and Gone, uh, when they like encounter the puppet like version of him, where like, I guess Gone's like his, is basically gets all these like needles are thrown at him. And I really thought one was just going to go right into the eye. I was like, oh, this is going to be like the glorious <laughs> sequence. Like he like just misses it and like, and it, like, and then he becomes trapped because he can't get the needle off his shirt that's on the wall, which was <laughs> crazy. You're like, just rip it. Like, it's oh, that hardest. easy, Malcolm. It's easy. <laughs> I guess that's when you realize you're like, oh, he's 12 years old. Uh, that's, he doesn't have the strength. He hasn't gone through well, puberty yet. That's the thing, though, is they like to make weird things very hard, and other things that should be extremely hard very easy. It's very dumb. <laughs> well, just the idea of like, okay, he was he couldn't rip off of his shirt off of a little pin, but then he was able to really smell through rain all the way. To Listen, like, that go, go, go no is a wild child. Going is a you just wild can't. Child. They don't think of. Anime, when you're thinking about anime, don't think of it in something that makes sense, okay? <laughs> it's not that. I guess yeah. it's like, I got to think of it as I'm in the middle of a fever dream. What makes <laughs> sense right now? I'm high on cough syrup, so what What should I be doing right now? Everything just makes sense, okay? <laughs> um, and it makes sense enough for them to finally uh, confront Omokage because, yeah, uh, yeah. getting... Get, Gon's plan was to let him take take his eyes so they could track him down, basically. So, know. You know, that's that's a real commitment to, to it. So take- stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs> that's just a typical Gon thing. I'm not surprised. I was he, not surprised that, that he lets his eyes get taken away just so they can do it. But hey, it works out because yeah, they do confront Omokage. We get <laughs> we get two big fights uh with with uh Killua and Gon versus um Illumi puppet and then yeah uh Karapika versus uh Pyro puppet um they quickly get back their eyes when I when I was like watching these fights I'm like wait like is this this the end it seems like they're confronting you know the two or two major characters in their arc of this film 
And then thankfully there was still like 20 minutes left. And I knew this when uh, Hisoka came back. Hisoka, man, uh, I love his fights. I was worried. I, I thought they were going to deprive us of uh, some Hisoka fighting. Once they brought him in, I was like, oh, he's definitely going to be in at some point. I, I was like shocked, but wasn't at the same time. He's yeah, just it- so... He's so great. His gum, his gum technique is my favorite. It's it is, favorite. Yeah. Bungee gum is, is a great technique. He, he names all of his techniques after like um, candy he likes. Well, yeah, I mean, the way you've been describing it, this is such like, this series is so against fan service that it would make sense that they would just show him and then be like, he's not going to fight. Exactly. He just had a cameo. But um, because it's a movie, the movies kind of break that rule. Uh, anime yeah. movies are all about fan service. Speaking. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Also, can I just say that Pyro, like the fight between Pyro uh, and uh, Karapika, and Karapika, that's like, so sad. It's such a sad, oh, yeah. like devastating emotional fight. Where I didn't oh, yeah. realize that Pyro had been murdered at some point. Like I didn't like. Well, that yeah, didn't, they like, all got murdered. Uh, Karapika is <laughs> the last of his kind. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that was a flashback we were like watching. Because I was like, oh, yeah, like the eyes are missing. But I was like, oh, but then, of course, I just didn't put it together. You idiot! (laughs) You're not understanding a show that you haven't watched? (laughs) You're dumb! Um, uh, also, okay, at the end, he loved that she was like, oh, I'm dying in this build burning building. Well, that was wild. That for me, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just like, just how I began the movie screaming, what the fuck? I ended it screaming, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, what's the rules of a puppet, though? Could a puppet keep on living after her puppet master is dead? I think that's, that's the question. Because yeah, that's true. Oh, oh, but also the fact, yeah, we so yeah, Omakagi gets defeated, and his defeat is pretty cool. Because yeah, we our three heroes they they combine their powers and uh, beat him up, and Karapika gets to use his cool chain powers, and yeah, Karapika like gives him a chance to be spared in exchange for having his powers sealed for life. Uh, but then Killua offers the chance to to kill Omakage himself, and then Retsu uh, <laughs> does it instead, which again. Very, very dark, but also fitting. I, I guess it is fitting that yeah. he's killed by his own puppet. I I think it's delightful. Real yeah. delight. You know, like, the thing was, is I thought, like, oh, he's, like, the puppet kills the puppet master and then, like, is freed from whatever curse. Nope, not in this series. But, but not oh, in this series. I was, I was um, too hopeful. I was too I hopeful. I just love that at the end, they're just standing as the burning, the building's burning. They're like, I'm fine. <laughs> Also, it was great. It was, it was a great really visual. Well, they talk, uh, sure, like, Ritsu oh. talked about, like, the memory, like, I'll live in my brother's memories or something like that. And I was like, but didn't you just kill your brother? Like, is yeah. your brother dead? Mal- Malcolm, were you shocked by the Phantom Troop just randomly arriving for, for the sake of fan service? They literally just arrive and just kill their Phantoms. And they're like, okay, we'll let you guys go because um, this isn't they- canon, so we can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, I was... We're not going to kill you, but... That was wild. Just the idea of being like Thanos had just shown up in a movie, <laughs> and like we're, uh, uh, I'll be back. <laughs> like, like, like it's such a on the nose sort it's, of like this isn't our fight. <laughs> like you got to deal with the puppet master. It's once again, once again, aside from this ending, because I I do like the ending overall. I mean, as dark as it is, 
But then again, it's also contrasted by them having to like force some fan service in because this is a movie. <laughs> oh, and then speaking of yeah, that, go for it. when they're all flying away, Maluka, there's a few characters that they just drop at the end. I'm like, what's the point of yep. seeing these people? Um, they're characters from the series that well, like- The point of seeing them is because fans recognize them and they're like, oh, I recognize that character. That's nice. <laughs> It's so stupid. Yeah, I didn't even know who these people were. Like, I was just assuming like, they're like this random background character. <laughs> no, they're, they are major characters. Exactly. I was like, oh, Malcolm's going to see this and just be like, these are, it's weird that they've put these like town folk, like random town folk, like very specific town people that are watching. That's uh, in my mind. I think that brings us to our next segment, the Robert E.O. Speedwagon Award. Speedwagon! 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 Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. It's for a favorite random character uh, in this movie. And to be fair, there's not like a ton of random. Everyone oh, um, in the movie. Oh, yeah, like, in okay. the movie. It's. Uh, I'll give you some time to think, Malcolm. Malcolm, who is your speed wagon for this movie? Uh, I mean, I'm torn because I think um, Hisoka uh, is should be like an obvious choice, just because like, uh, and then the, all the information I've learned. I don't know if that's like been tainting it a little bit, um, but I for me. Uh, I guess my actual, my true Robert E.O. Speedwagon is Pyro, all right? I felt really yeah. bad for Pyro. I felt like it's so sad to find out that Pyro was a puppet and that Pyro was slaughtered. He's so helpless. Um, like, he's just like this really innocent person in this like crazy, cruel world. Uh, my, my Speedwagon is the makeover guy uh, when uh, Ret Retsu is getting changed. Oh my God, yeah! That's my speed wagon. That guy was he's, so he's like this good. very effeminate, you know, pro probably gay man who's just really, really happy to uh, get um, Retsu an outfit. Um, oh, oh yeah, that guy was got yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say my uh, one of my favorite random characters was uh, the one of the guys that beat up, tried to beat up. Um, uh, Karapika and Ky Pyro. Uh, the one that was like the bigger guy and he's like who told you this he's like some old man and he's like and why did you say that thing he's like i don't know it like slipped out <laughs> when he was calling him just like dumb i found that that was funny because he was just being genuine of like I, it was like I was just getting into trying to bully this guy. <laughs> and then he just gets fucking booted into the face. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy it. That that was one yeah. of my favorite moments. That, that's your speed wagon. Um, you know what? I kind of want to change mine. You guys right, really you went for, for smaller characters. I think my character was too big. Uh, I think like even on further uh, review. Uh, my favorite was, uh, my tr I guess the true uh, Speedwagon was the guy on the cart who like, uh, he's like on the horse, uh, he's at the horse in town and like uh, he's got the barrels and the barrels fall over and it's just like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> like they're like, about to crush this, these children. 
and he doesn't do anything. He just sort of like looks. Oh no! And My he's horse. Like, Sorry. In a world of cars, I must be on this horse. Listen. In the world, of, yeah. In a world of cars and cell phones and the internet, the hunter net, uh, you must ride a horse. And some characters just have. Listen, I think if you're a hunter, walking a thousand miles makes sense because you're you're you know you're in good shape. Yeah. You probably you probably enjoy it. Have the to journey. be. Have to be. Um, yeah. The two gone and kill a arc look like they look like they're little husky little boys. <laughs> I love Gone. I like he's one of my favorite characters because he's just extremely positive to the point where it's like this should uh, be annoying everyone how positive he is. It's like yeah, yeah, you're always my friend even if you don't want me to be my new friend. <laughs> He, he's a very positive force in a series that constantly brings uh, terrifying darkness. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, he is, like, and, like, even when, like, at the beginning narration, it's, like, he's the one who, like, is doing all the talking and, like, he's, like, I'm, yeah, I mean, he's the one who doesn't have a dad. He's becoming a hunter to find a spot. If this was Winnie the Pooh, he is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. And then... If, he, if this is... I like how is... making this reference. And then Kilua is Eeyore. <laughs> um, Leorio is Tigger. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And Kurapika is a uh, rabbit. <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah, that's I feel fair. Like Kurapika is more broody. I don't know. Kurapika to me is, reminds me of an Eeyore because, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he's kind of a lone wolf, he, too. He is. Maybe then I would change Kilua and Karapika, because the rabbit's always like, but then he's like, oh, I love you. <laughs> so maybe we'll, we'll change that around. All right. Um, <laughs> final thoughts on this movie, Malcolm, as someone who has never watched Hunter Hunter and had no context at all. Uh, this one, uh, I think this one, there's a lot of fun elements. I think this is one that, like, I feel my experience has been enhanced by doing this podcast and, like, hearing you two talk about it more and being like, what the fuck? I didn't even clue into, like, this part of the world. Um, I think, like, there's, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's, in some ways, it's just, like, yeah, almost surreal, co almost comedy. And then there's other parts where it's like, oh, this is, like, genuinely, like, horrific. Like, like the pup, all the puppet stuff is just, like, straight out of, like, a horror movie like the conjuring wishes it could come up with some of the puppet stuff that it pulled off um so yeah like and i but the other side was i wasn't like super lost when i was watching it too like it is a coherent film like you can like like for me having never seen any of uh hunter hunter i really wanted to say hunter times hunter but uh um yeah it just worked it like works it like works as a film i don't know uh, if I'll watch the show, but uh, at there, least I had a good time with this film. There's so many, I mean, Malcolm, there's so many of these shows we cover where I'm just like, we could do an entire podcast just about this show, given what happens in each episode. And this is, again, <laughs> a show that like, I mean, I, the comparison I had to this show was JoJo because JoJo, every arc is like, a, every arc is different. But in JoJo, the arcs are separated by like cast changes. It's like mm -hmm. every arc has its own cast of characters. But this is a show that like changes its entire like tone and just whatever within like still the same story, which again yeah. I find just so fascinating. And again, it makes it very, makes it very compelling. Um, I yeah. just 
Yeah, like, I mean, Raylan, I never even asked, what, what appealed to you in general about Hunter x Hunter when you watched the series? I mean, I did like the fast pace of, with it, where it was like watching Naruto and One Piece. There's a lot of fluff, whereas these, there was very distinctly different characters in this, and it just, like, the progression was, like, fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been one of those ones where I want to watch the whole time and not, like, just maybe have it on on the background, which a lot, a lot of, like, shows I'll do because it's, like, uh, we're still at this one moment for, like, five episodes. So I think that was the key thing. And I, I also just love Gon is such a, a lovable character and seeing him with all, interacting with all these people are so, like, I love it so much. It, I love him. It's a great show. Um, yeah, and I think this, again, I this movie to me, I have mixed thoughts on. I think it worked. Mm-hmm. It, again, it's it's pure fan service in a series that pretty much rejects the concept of fan service. So like, I enjoyed seeing all these characters, but again, it, it is it is actually filler. This movie is filler. It's not canon. It, oh, can't, yeah. it can't move the plot beyond, hey, <laughs> hey, look, everyone's here. And to be fair, yeah. like these these two movies, there's a second one, maybe we'll cover it next time or whatever. These two movies, again, they exist mostly just so you can have the four main cast members together because that doesn't happen at all in the series. <laughs> <laughs> like That's this. very true. So yeah, it, it's a nice movie. It's pure fan service. I think, I think if you're looking for a deeper thing, definitely watch the show because the show, is, this is like a cheeseburger and the show is like a four-star restaurant or something. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can I, I have a question before we go. Why is this called Phantom Rouge? What's like? Uh, I don't know. Phantom Red. I don't know. Listen, man, don't, don't, don't think hard. Yeah. Just accept it. I think yeah, that's what I said before. Just accept whatever is getting Just accept it. Just accept Hunter Hunter in your into your heart. Um. All right, and yeah, yeah like, I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. You can find us on, on all various podcast platforms. You can also find us on uh, Is This Anime Pod on Twitter and on in Instagram as well. And yeah, let's let's announce our next uh, episode. Uh, listeners, you'll be watching the entirety of Star Wars: The Clone Wars 2003. So, not not the uh, not the uh, 3D show. We're watching the all the uh, all 25 of those little shorts next week. Uh, yeah. Holy got, fuck! Oh, <laughs> they're only three minutes long, though, so it's only like two hours of content. So it's going to be somewhat easy to cover. Okay. Uh, or maybe it won't be. Maybe maybe it'll be a disaster. But we've got another <laughs> special guest uh, for this one. We've got a Star Wars expert to come on. Uh, really excited. And uh, Raylan, do you, do you want to plug anything like four months in advance, given given our backlog oh. here? <laughs> <laughs> do you have social media that you want to plug? <laughs> yeah, I'll just plug my social media. I don't know what the hell is going on during that time. I could lose a leg by that time. You, um, you think it happen. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at uh, Raylan Carson, R-A-E-L-Y-N-N-C-A-R-S-O-N. Uh, follow me there for stupid comedy shit. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks. Listen. Thanks for having they, me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Raylan. It's been a pleasure. It's been uh, a pleasure.
the editor's favorite sound clip of the episode. I want to fight you, but I gotta fucking come first.